Good morning and welcome to the Social Collectives podcast. We are on episode eight. And today we have Michelle Goodwin with Joy in the Coconut as whoop our guest. Whoop. So happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. We're so excited to have you. Um, but I want to know about this name and where you came up with it. Sure. Okay. So I'm a mindset coach and um, I kind of fell into that a little bit. I'm, there's so many things to tell you. I'm the oldest of 14, so we can talk about that later, but <laughs> I have always been down this track of helping everybody. So I love the word joy. I have tchotchkes all over my house that say joy just as a reminder of like, hey, be happy, be filled with joy. But one day... I'm on the paleo diet and I decide to go to the grocery store and get all of my goods and I find a coconut and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be super healthy today. <laughs> so I bring it home and I'm like, how do I, okay, so how do I open it? I mean, so um, I had no idea. So I pulled out like every tool I can find, um, corkscrew, I don't know where that came from, uh, <laughs> screwdrivers, mallets, knives, of course. I even had scissors. I'm not quite sure what I was going to do with that. Uh, tried to smash it in my driveway. No matter what, I could not get this thing open. And then I was like, ding, 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 light bulb moment. This is like a metaphor mm -hmm. of, you know, your mind is the coconut. And if you don't have the right tools, you aren't going to fix anything. So join the coconut was kind of born of that. And, you know, it's magical. Oh. <laughs> Good sound effect for that one. Thank you. Well, it's about the process. And mm -hmm. so sometimes we don't have the right processes to get what we need done in a, an efficient manner. I think sometimes what we come to the coconut with aren't the right tools, right. Um, such as life. And I know that in parenting, I had I was prepared to parent in my toolbox. I had a hammer. And I had a saw. <laughs> Ooh, scary. <laughs> God help your kids. <laughs> That's what I came to parenting with. But uh, of course, my toolbox has grown and I have a lot more tools now. Right. So how do you feel about that regarding mindset? Or do you right. think it's just a, a natural thing that people know? Or is it something that you have to build and learn skills? I mean, you absolutely have to build and learn skills. I'm, my theory on a lot of things is that we have the answers inside of us. We really do to most of the questions. It's just uncovering them and putting to work the process, as you, as you said. It, it doesn't come without work. And making sure that your mindset is on point, it's a daily effort. Like people don't just like magically figure it out and they're just happy for life. But there are ways to literally transform the way that you live. Yeah, no, I love that. So what are some like really easy, quick processes that you can do anywhere? Uh, like right now, if I was feeling a certain kind of way and I needed to fix my, my perspective mm -hmm. to get through, um, let's say this podcast, what, what are some quick, easy tools that you can share? Sure. So I think a big thing, especially in our day and age that people miss out on is living in the present moment. The past isn't real. The future isn't real. If you're not living right now, you're not living your life. You're going to miss the whole thing. So if you're like having a moment where you're stressed, you don't know how you're going to do, you did bad last time, whatever it is, you just need to take a quiet moment, even if it's just for a minute, and stop. 
and just do nothing. And you're going to like have thoughts go through your mind like, you didn't fold the laundry again or whatever. <laughs> like you just have to try not to control your thoughts, let them flow by and just be in the moment. Everything is okay right now. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm curious what got you involved in this and what made you decide to be a mindset coach? Sure. So I'm the oldest of 14. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of born the mom, the mediator, all of the things. And then I'd say right around the age of, this is a funny story. I'd say like 17, 18, people would joke, like you need to put a sign outside your door that says no longer accepting patients. <laughs> um, so I realized like I just had an intuitive ability to know how to talk to people individually, understand what they needed to hear to make the changes that they needed to in life. And on the flip side of that, people intuitively have been drawn to me. I cannot tell you how many times I have gotten stuck in the women's bathroom for 45 minutes <laughs> talking someone off the ledge. I mean, Aww. seriously. So, um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. But the turning point for me was COVID. Mm -hmm. And um, feeling helpless and, you know, uh, Western loud and it's everybody lives off small businesses. Yeah. And they were struggling so much. So I started a Facebook group, started working with small businesses and realized like COVID fatigue and trying to get people out of that and into better mindsets. Lots of studying and reading certifications, and um, and I love it. Like it's just been everything for me. Uh, I have a heart of service, and to see people's lives transformed has been such a joy. Wow! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a that's. I think a lot of people during COVID found their calling. There was some inspiration there for changing and growing and I hate to use the word, but pivoting. Yeah. And so you saw a need and you met a need. I love that. Yeah. I loved it. And it's funny because like at the time I was writing a blog and, um, you know, like kind of fell into it. I had what I called a blog gone wild. And oh. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> I've just written 7,000 words. If I wow. write 3,000 more, I could have a book. So then I was like, I'm just going to write a book. And then I was like, I'm going to be a mindset coach. And then, like you said, everybody just kind of found their calling. And, um, and it's, it's been great. It's been great. Okay. So you ha are the eldest of yes, 14. I know. Wow. Um, it's crazy. Catholic? <laughs> Mormon? Well, I mean, so like for, a, a former, one side's like the former Catholic, all Irish, which I actually found out is Scottish doing the DNA thing, but that's a side. And uh, we're blended, blended family. So my youngest sibling uh, just turned 21. Wow. I know it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's all, it was awesome. I love it. Well, we, I'm the youngest of 11. So, well, so that we, same thing. yeah, but you're the youngest. <laughs> you're the baby. So you're, you're the baby. special. <laughs> well, I mean, so I can tell you from being the youngest of 11 that I got all the hand-me-downs and all the crap. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was crazy growing up, you know, in the seventies in Southern California with all these kids on a military base, wow. um, you know, it was, it was actually heaven. It was awesome. But yeah, having so many is just actually great. Yeah. So how did you feel about that? I mean, like, I mean, you know, you don't know until you get through life and then you're like, wait a minute, this isn't normal. Like I remember <laughs> the first time I went over to a friend's house at, at uh, fourth grade and I was like, wait a minute, this is how people live. <laughs> <laughs> 
you mean you don't have to do these things? And, you know, uh, at the time, you know, when you get into high school and it's such a grind and you're still taking care of babies, it's awful. But like, you know, I don't, I don't uh, regret a thing. It's made me who I am today. I'm a Gen Xer and um, I'm a hustler. And I love that I was challenged so much because it's made me such a strong yeah. person. Well, I just love who you are. Um, so we so we were able to have you speak yesterday mm-hmm. at our coffee at Oak Health Club in um, Ashburn. Mm-hmm. And I hardly ever sit down during these events. I just kind of hover around and right. watch how everybody's enjoying it. And you captivated the audience. You had everybody's attention. Oh, yeah. A lot of times when I look around, I see people on their phones. And that's okay, but sometimes they stay on their phones. And I always think that's a little, you know, off-putting to me. Sure. Um, I appreciate when people give the speaker their full attention. There was no issue with that. Yeah. You had everybody's attention. And afterwards, rave reviews about how you actually changed people's mindset that morning so that they were able to be present and enjoy the day. I love it. They were so engaged, which, you know, is such a pump for me. It just brought me so much joy to, again, like you said, make a difference in just 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I've also noticed is that some people think that loving somebody is worrying constantly about them Mm -hmm. um, or being super stressed out or missing them a whole bunch Mm -hmm. all the time. And I told you earlier that my son and his girlfriend have a really cool relationship that they travel separately a lot and they travel together as well. But when they're not together, they're not like constantly checking up on each other. They're not stressed out. They're living in the moment Mm -hmm. where they are with who they are and they're able to enjoy their lives that way. Mm -hmm. What do you think about people who kind of quantify the amount of love they have for you based on how stressed out you are constantly about them? Right. Well, I think you touched on a point that's important and I can, this is like for a whole nother show, but I could go down a serious rabbit hole about self-love and in a relationship like that, you have to have two people who are all about themselves right? They love themselves. They're um, in their purpose. They're in their stream. They're doing their thing and they're whole, right? And so everything outside of that is extra, right? Like I have, I have everything I need within me and what he brings to the table is just extra for me. Yay for me. But without him, I'm still okay. I'm still going to be okay. So, you know, we all strive for those relationships, but, you know, just working on yourself and loving yourself, being okay with yourself, you know, it takes work. But when you get to that point, you don't need external validation. You don't need all of the things that make you feel good, the happiness that's external. You have it within you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I mean, at first I thought, oh, why don't they miss each other more? Like, maybe they're not meant for each other. They should really miss each other. But then I realized I was like, oh, they're just super in the moment, which Mm -hmm. is what we're all kind of trying to do. Mm -hmm like you said earlier. So as a mindset coach, what is, I guess, your first top advice that you would give someone that might not understand what it is or might not understand how to get there? Right. So I've always had a fascination with perception, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with some of the stuff that's been going on in our country. Two people can be looking at the exact same thing and see them completely different. And neither one of them are wrong, Mm -hmm. which is crazy to me. So I think that 
with mindset, people need to understand that they create their own world with their thoughts. So if I get up in the morning and I'm like, oh God, life is such a struggle. I struggle every day and all I want to do is come home and put my feet up because it's going to be a bad one. Guess what? It doesn't matter if it's rainbows and butterflies for your day. Mm -hmm. You are in the mindset that life's a struggle and it's going to be a bad day. And it's going to be a bad day because it's in your mind. So your, your thoughts create your perception. Your perception creates your reality. And it's so easy to change. You can, for example, a friend of mine went to Nepal mm -hmm. and they have nothing right? They literally have nothing. Happiest people ever. Why? Their perception is, this is life. It's good. I am going to make the best of it, no matter what that is. And so with mindset, you can do that. If you go into your day, like, you know, it's going to be a good one. I am like ridiculous and I annoy my kids. I have a an alarm on my phone for when I wake up in the morning and it says, wake up happy. Aww. And it's, it sings and the song or the alarm is because I'm happy cup along, you know, and the kids are like, really a mom, really? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, gosh, I'm, I'm waking up. I'm just reminding myself you're happy now too. You're annoyed, but you're laughing. So, you know, starting your day. Okay. Like, okay. So I have a question. This yeah. is so basic, but, um, okay. So for me, it feels sometimes I'm just going to speak for myself. I'm sure other people out there probably feel the same way. Okay. When somebody tells me it's your perception and I almost feel like it's fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. Is that accurate? Well, so I just did a, 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 I actually had someone reach out to me and say, listen, I'm to the point where like, I can't fake it till I make it anymore. Fake it till you make it was definitely a motto for most of my life. And honestly, I still use it now. Okay. Because I believe in manifestation and if you want something, walk in that direction and guess what stuff's going to happen for you to let you keep walking. But there's also part of it where you do need to acknowledge what is going on. Mm -hmm. You need to say, okay, this is real. I can't hide from it, but I can still make it better with my mindset. So I don't know. I'm kind of like on both sides Torn. of the fence. It, I guess it depends <laughs> on what it is, but fake it till you make it works. I cannot tell you how many clubs I have gotten into with <laughs> yeah. the act as if fake it till you make it. I mean, I have impressed my daughter. She's just like, we can't get into that club. And I'm like, step aside, sister. <laughs> you watch me work. I'll show you how it's done. Oh my God. I love you so much. I know, that's pretty awesome. All right. We have to find some clubs that we can that are that to. special. And I don't know where they are, but we have to find them. And then we have to try to get in now. Okay, we're going to do it. I'll tell you why how not to show you how to, how it's done. Okay. I want to work it with you. <laughs> okay. So that's actually helpful. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I, I think realizing that there is an actual issue, mm -hmm. understanding that your perception of that issue may not change the issue, but it will change how you feel about it. Right. yourself and going through it. Right. You, it, it will change the way that, again, you perceive it. Is it really that bad? I talk to people a lot about, oh, I, I just, I had the worst week. I had the worst day. Things suck. And I'll say, oh yeah, 
was it five minutes of crap that you milked for your entire 24 hours <laughs> or did you actually have 24 hours of hell? Right. Like, let's be honest. Right. I don't like people who play the victim and so many people play the victim without even knowing it. Right. So just reminding them and giving them a mirror and saying, Hey, let's talk about what really happened is, is a huge eye opener for a lot of people. I love it. Yeah. You're like a boot camp mind. I am. I'm like, like girl. you need a reality check? <laughs> yeah. Go to Michelle. <laughs> I am not a coddler. She's a mind Jedi. <laughs> I love it. I Tagline. So yeah, I really, I'm so thankful that you're here and I was looking at your social media and I noticed that you post really really funny, really funny stuff. Like I love that. And I've actually copied and stolen some of your, <laughs> I actually noticed that recently. Be but honest. You know, I think I've, I think I've stolen from you as well. So we'll just call it sharing. <laughs> We're stealers. Um, so I, I mean, I think you're talking about this, but the importance of positivity and life and everything you do and how important it is. Mm -hmm. Do you want to share a little bit more on that? Like negativity really does change. Do you feel like, okay. So in regards to that, right. Alina, a bad apple. So there's that whole cliche, like one bad apple ruins the bunch. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I, it's ridiculous. No, I mean, it, again, everything that... <laughs> Every thought that you have, it's a choice, mm -hmm. right? Like sometimes your subconscious is going to like put you into another direction, but you have a choice of, of whether or not you are going to allow something to affect you. And I call it my bubble. Like I only have a certain amount of time in a day. If you're in my life, you should be privileged because <laughs> I can't allow everyone in my life. And so if there's that bad apple, keep it moving. Like I don't have time or energy for any of it. And it's interesting that you bring this up because there was someone in and on, you know, commenting that was just, you know, being nasty and just, you know, a troll, completely yeah. ridiculous. And um, it was so easy to just, you know, move on and not, you know, let people get brought down by their comment with, you know, the laughing and the jokes and all of that, I can't, I've had like the nicest messages, just knowing in my, on my Facebook page, being funny and inspirational at the same time. I had a woman that reached out to me that had just gotten out of um, a mental hospital for suicide Aww. and wrote me this long message just saying how much just these little things yeah. made a difference for her. So it's spreading joy. It's being kind. It's not paying attention to the people who want to bring you down. It's for me, I know it's my age and also my experience now, but I don't care. It's laughable. Like if you want to be miserable, go in the corner and be miserable. I don't have time for it. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I love it. I, I agree. I think that it spreads and you have to keep it moving. Right. So I'm not, don't, don't plant your apple here if it's rotten. <laughs> I'm going to just kick you out. Yeah. You're going to get the boot. Bye. Well, I love that because that's what the collective is about and right. that's what we promote. Right. And I think that just makes it so special because it's so important to do that. Absolutely. So can't save everybody. Yeah. You can't, you cannot. Um, okay. So what else would you like to share with mindset coaching? Like, when I hear, oh, there's a ton of different types of coaches. There's personal coach, nutrition coach, um, professional, you know, women in business coach. 
mindset coach, it seems self-explanatory, mm-hmm. like you're just helping with perception mm-hmm. and how to go about your day properly. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, so I'm, you know, big into this word manifestation and I know like some people think it's woo woo stuff, but it really just goes along the same line of uh, your thoughts create your perception and your perception creates your reality. So I can just tell you from experience, I have manifested some crazy things. I mean, like cars and just crazy stuff. So I know that that works. The people that come to me, usually will come with a problem that's not the problem. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the problem's someone else or the problem's my job. The problem's within yourself. A hundred percent of the time, it's something that you need to do. You need to accept responsibility for your role and your life and your relationships. You know, you can't keep pointing the finger and being the victim. So that's like a, a big message. Another thing that I've really been talking about is the importance of self-love. And self-care and all of that stuff is such a buzzword right now. And people are like, it's exhausting. I'm like, look, put on some lipstick. It's self-care. Like, let's just (laughs) keep it simple. But um, I had a, uh, I've always wanted to write this memoir, okay, since I was a little girl. And I know it's going to be so good. It's going to be a major motion picture. Oh, my God, I love that. Yes, it's going to be so good. But I have put off finishing it out of fear because I don't like who I am. I didn't like who I was. So I couldn't end with like fireworks and all these things because I didn't like myself as a person. So if I didn't like myself, how could I write it into the book where people were like, oh, she's a badass, right? (laughs) And so as, you know, I've worked on mindset over the past few years and I've completely changed. Dude, I love myself. I have no apologies telling people I love myself. If you think I'm braggadocious and you don't like it, that's okay. You can keep it moving. I'm happy. Like I'm super happy and I love myself. And I just recently came to the realization, which is kind of sad. I'm still the same person. Mm -hmm. I haven't changed. I've just changed how I thought about myself. Wow. Well, and it sounds like you had a journey to get here. So do you want to share a little bit about that? Oh, girl. I mean, it's been... (laughs) <laughs> there, I don't have time. <laughs> I have like, just in the past, I'd say five years, I have like three books I could write. Wow. So um, it's, it's, it's been crazy. You know, I'm, I'm a mom of three. My oldest is 27 going on 28. Oh my God. And then I still have an 11 and 12 year old. I've been momming wow. for a really long time, but like, you know, with the book, a lot of childhood trauma that comes up a lot mm-hmm. um, in mindset coaching. I don't do what therapists do, which is kind of like, let's go back and let's kind of Mm -hmm. feel it. And, you know, all those things we might go back. If you have a limited belief where, you know, your, your math teacher said, "Mm -mm, you can't do math. You're going to the (laughs) learning disabled group and you grow up thinking you're stupid, right? Or you get enough in math and you know, you can't do math. Like look at that red lettered grade. Um, right. So like there's things like that can scar you, but I'm very much a that's in the rearview mirror. We're living in the present now. We're working towards the future, but we're not focused on right. living in the future. So yeah, I mean, telling you just like changing the perception of who you are, fake it till you make it. Even if you don't believe it today, mm-hmm. try to replace those thoughts and it, it's transformative. Okay. It's truly amazing. I have another question. Okay. Oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> okay, you guys, free therapy. Um, okay, so... 
I was actually in therapy and I was having these repetitive, like negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so my therapist told me, and she took a piece of paper and a pencil Mm -hmm. and she said, when you have this negative thought, this is the dot. And she drew a dot on the paper. And then she said, immediately when you have this thought, it takes you straight to this bad feeling. And then she had another dot and then she drew a line back and forth, back and forth, back and forth across from the dot to the dot. And then she said, now feel this. And I rubbed my finger over the line and it was a groove. And she said, you're creating neural pathways so that when you have this, let's say you have a thought, a trigger that reminds you of something and you immediately go to uh, whatever the negative space is in your brain that you've now built a pathway to. I said, how do you get out of that? Her advice was to come up with a mantra mm-hmm. or something, a positive space or a positive thought, whatever it might be. I had a Bible verse, mm-hmm. but whatever yours might be. And then immediately, almost obsessively, when that thought comes, you you say that inside your head or even out loud. Mm-hmm. And it might seem crazy at first, but it worked. Yes. Mantras are very important. So it actually created a, a different pathway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, this is like a whole other scientific rabbit hole we can go down. And I love talking about this stuff, but like, um, I was diagnosed with complex post-traumatic disorder from stuff that happened when I was a child. And when you're young and you go through trauma, it actually changes the frontal cortex of your brain. It's completely different. And so with the re with the wiring of the automatic triggers, it is very hard to catch. It's very hard to map them back to what you're talking about. Um, it's, you can do it, but it, you know, it's not easy. So when you're having those thoughts, what I teach, I teach mantras. Everybody has a mantra every week. It's something new depending on where they are. And, you know, I don't care how annoying it is. I'm just like, you have to do it. But the other thing with that is, is it true? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so let's just say, for example, I'm not smart. Right? Or I don't deserve love right? Whatever that negative thought is that's in your mind, stop yourself, bring it to the front of your brain and go, okay, logical brain, is this true? Mm-hmm. No. What, what facts do you have that say you don't deserve love? Whoa, whoa. Doesn't everybody deserve love? Right. I mean, but I'm yeah. just like, you know, but people but we forget have, that, right? <laughs> well, people have these thoughts, these negative thoughts that are ridiculous, but your ego is constantly feeding it to you. And you're like, I just got to get rid of it. Well, put it to the front of your brain. Let's be logical about this. What proof do you have that this thought is real? And if it's not real and you don't have fact, you can go, okay, ego, sorry, you lost this time. (laughs) Keep it moving. Oh my God. Oh Sometimes your ego is the bad apple. <laughs> it is always <laughs> the bad apple. That bad apple. Oh, oh my gosh. I love you so much. This is amazing. We're going to have to have you back on the podcast again. Would love it. Because you totally rock. Right. Oh my gosh. So stop I it. Yes. Sort of a fun question. Okay. One of our listeners, Jessica Park, actually wrote like a list of questions she wanted people to answer that were on the podcast uh-huh. so she could find out more about them. And one was, if you could only play one CD for the rest of your life, oh my God. what would it be? <laughs> oh my God. That's a hard I one. I know it's a hard one, but I, it was one of my favorites. Really hard. <laughs> okay. I am like just, 
there's like 15 faces of me. So this might shock you and your listeners, <laughs> but um, I love R&B and Aww. like going back to high school, like when hip hop and all of that began, there was a group, oh, I don't know. So there's, there's, <laughs> we there's like two, messing with there's you, two, apparently. there's two, there's two. Okay. So the first one's new edition and they're like the OGs of all of that. Mm-hmm. Love new edition. Love, but I like Jodeci too, because they were so romantic. So I yeah. can still, I can still totally listen to those. Uh, I have them on my uh, downloaded music that I listen oh, to my all gosh. the time. I haven't heard Jodeci in literally that long. So come <laughs> and talk to me. <laughs> I think I you two could have a jam session. Me too. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For sure. So that's a fun question. That's, that's a hard awesome. question. Okay. Well, I feel like question. we have to shoot it back to Alina. Like, um, I don't listen to enough music to know, but maybe probably like Taylor Swift because all her songs make sense. We're boo. That's, I'm sorry. I know. Thumbs I, down. Th- that's what I said. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, I don't know either group that you guys talked about. So I know. It's sad. okay, baby. It's okay, baby. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with my Taylor Swift. <laughs> T-Swift is great. Uh, yeah. T-Swizzle. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. What about I just, you? Um, probably the Eagles or... Yeah. Pink Floyd, maybe? I don't know. Like, one of those two. Trippy. (laughs) I'm surprised it's not Metallica. (laughs) Well, I like Metallica, too, but... uh, Oh, I love Metallica, but... Um, forever, like on a desert island, Pink Floyd takes me places. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Led Zeppelin and definitely the Eagles. They've got a variety of feelings there. They for sure do. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. That's so awesome. did she have any other questions? Did Jessica have any other questions? She did. I think one of them might have been the, if you were a superhero, what would your power be? Oh my gosh, this is so easy. And I have a good story behind it. Yay. I have always wanted to fly. I have flying dreams where I am playing basketball and I'm flying through the air from one side of the court to the other to do my, what is it called? Layups? No, not a layup. A slam hoop. dunk. A slam hoop. dunk. Yes. <laughs> Score. But like, and I've always wanted to be an eagle. That's like my bird, my spirit bird or spirit animal. Funny story is I'm terrified of heights. I mean, like if I see someone near a second story window, I get, you know, completely Anxiety. freaked out. So bad. But guess what I did last month? What? Oh. Are you ready for it? Skydive? <gasps> skydive. Yay. Oh, yeah. So talking about mindset, I went into it and I was like, like, I'm just not going to think about it. I'm just not going to think about it. I'm just going to be in the moment. I'm not going to think about what happens next. Ladies, I did not have one butterfly in my stomach. Really? That's amazing. One. And I got down and I was like, man, not only did I do that, I really did that. So, oh my God, I'm telling you, it's amazing. So flying, flying for sure. Flying. I did fly. (laughs) Wait a minute. I already did fly. (laughs) Score, check, done. (laughs) I've had like two flying dreams. So you're so lucky that you have flying dreams. My flying dream was amazing. It's one of my favorite dreams I've ever had. And I was walking down the middle of a sidewalk. I mean, like the middle of a street in a neighborhood, right? And I'm just walking and then I start to kind of run and then I'm kind of like Superman. And then I just like <laughs> lift it off the, the ground. I love it. And it was the craziest thing. And I floated up above the houses and above the trees. And it was my favorite dream I've ever had. So and amazing. I just wish I could have them again. I just so don't know good. why I had it that one time. But anyway, so yes, flying, oh, amazing. I have a um, probably 
1500 page dream interpretation book. Ooh. I will look it up for you and send Yay. whatever it means to you. Thanks. I guess that's a good question. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm really curious. All right, girlfriend, Alina, what's superpower? your superpower? Probably mind reading. <laughs> oh my God. I want to know what the other person's really thinking. <laughs> She's a mind stalker. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I like messing with people and being like, you don't even have to talk. I already, I, already I have already figured, figured <laughs> you out. I met someone just recently and uh, it was a, it was a younger person, younger guy. And I was like, you don't even need to talk. Like I've already, I, I know you and I've never been wrong about anyone. So don't worry about it. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. Don't worry buddy. I got you. I got you. <laughs> That's okay. great. What about so you? Mine would be healing. I think I would have the power of healing. Mm. I definitely don't want to read anybody's mind. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so scary. I don't want to know. <laughs> okay, I have one last interesting question because I'm really curious now. If somebody could play you in a movie, who would it be? Uh, it's going to sound so cheesy if I say it. No, say it's it. not. Just say it. I mean... Mm, probably Angelina Jolie, which is oh, ridiculous. But I she's love like, that. first of all, she's hot. Super hot. But she's also a total badass, but can also have like a little bit of a soft side, but she's for sure a badass. So I think she could play my badassery pretty well. Yeah. yeah. No, I could totally see that. Yeah. Gosh, I, I mean, that. she's somebody who I would love to get to, to meet and to just ask questions to and be friends with. She seems like a really cool chick. Yeah. She really does. Yeah. What about you, Lisa? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Pam Dauber from Mork and Mindy. Who oh is that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is hysterical. Throwback. Hold on. Let me do my fingers for you. <laughs> nanu, nanu, nanu. Oh my gosh. You guys what about are you, hilarious. Lina? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm a huge Julia Roberts fan, so like yes. that would be an honor. But yeah. definitely one of those sweet, quiet ones. <laughs> I love I her. She's like, awesome. Yeah. Okay. So are we going to do events? We can. Leslie is out today, so I will be doing the events. And we've had some really good ones. The Loudon Coffee was amazing. So good. Yeah, so much fun. Prince William had its first coffee. Fakir has a happy hour. You know, it's been crazy fun. And we have so many more coming up. But the biggest one being the Christmas tea. Yes. So let's talk about that a little bit first, and then I'll list the other counties and what they're doing. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, you guys. The Christmas tea I is going to be so awesome. It's like 69 days until Christmas. I cannot wait. I'm putting up my tree up to Halloween. <laughs> right. Well, she's definitely in the right seat considering this sounds like Leslie right now. So we, yes. I always want to thank our sponsors. Let mm -hmm. me just really quickly say Dulles Town Center mm -hmm. Mall. Thank you so much. They are $5,000 sponsors. Amazing. Um, Wakefield Law, $5,000 sponsors. Thank you, Wakefield Law. We have Lighthouse Floors. Thank you, David Maunder with Lighthouse Floors, $5,000 sponsor. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. BCT Bank. Thank you, Alice Frazier, Christy Hadley, and everybody at BCT Bank. Thank you, $5,000 sponsor. We have so many $1,500 sponsors. It's insane. We have raffles coming in like crazy. We are so excited about this. David Weinschel, the genius behind Bluemont Station. Oh, yeah. That's where we're hosting it. He awesome. is an actual genius, this he guy. He really is. And so- Oh, I need to meet this person. Oh, you, you really- definitely. And okay. you would love him. Okay, I have to meet him. And he would love you. Yeah. So we talked yesterday about the lunch menu. We have something called 
butter boards. Uh, it's um, going to be First fun. of all, you had me on butter. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm so excited. So it's butter boards. They're going to do different types of yummy hearty breads and butter, seasoned different types of butters. Mm. It's like a charcuterie for butter. I'm dying. And I if you've know. been to Bluemont, their food is unbelievable. And I know I say this all the You're time, addicted. but I've never had food that good. It's so good. In the company. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, we're super excited about the Christmas tea. Lot of hype, be- lot of hype around that. I don't know. I I don't know. Tr- can you, can, how can we open up more tickets? Cause I don't think <laughs> they can. we can't. That's the thing. There is so a limited. lot of hype. Yeah. I love it. Well, it hasn't even started yet. I know. So it's crazy. <laughs> Just get ready. Right. But um, it's going to be like Walmart on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> Black Friday. I'm going to get you. Black Friday. Black Friday. Sorry, not Christmas 7-Eleven on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so right. we only have 200 seats mm-hmm. and we're already at 100 just from sponsors that have taken and right. we cannot open up the Evite until we've given all of our sponsor seats and we're still asking right. for more sponsors. Right. So I... I, I think it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Fitzgerald is going to be helping us with the MC. Renee Jeff Ventries. and mm. Jeff and High Def. And then Renee Ventries with Cork and Keg Tours is going to be helping us MC. We have so many amazing donations coming mm-hmm. in for, you know, the conch will be helping us with desserts. Mm, yum. And the conch is always one of the first people to step up and help with anything that we do. And we truly love them That's for fabulous. others. Santosh is my hero, yeah. my chocolate hero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the other chocolate heroes, she didn't mean it. Well <laughs> defined. And Muhammad Bernie, love you. Um, okay, so we're super excited about that. All right, so events. We have the Jefferson Social Collective Coffee on October 24th at Mediterranean Cafe, mm, where the food really. is supposed to be really, really good, and yeah. everyone's really excited about staying for lunch. So if you go... Please stay for lunch. The cool thing about that one is they actually have a motivational speaker coming. And that's something new that Jefferson's doing. So we're excited about that for them. It worked out really well in Loudoun. So it'll yeah, be fun. Very cool. We also have a Tyson's coffee coming up on November 7th, 10 to 12 at Intelligent Office. And believe it or not, this coffee happened because their person came to the Fairfax collective coffee and wanted to network and we all loved her and we set it up right there on the spot. So we're really excited to see the spot. It should be fun. We also have the second Prince William coffee coming up November 7th at the same place as last time, City Tavern. So make sure you get their wings and fries after because their food was also awesome. We have a happy hour coming up on November 8th whoop, whoop. at PJ Skidoo's for oh Fairfax. Gosh, so you know that's going to be fun. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we have oh our awesome DJ Shorts, David Monder, um, ho- uh, DJing that. So that is going to be the place to be. That's what we have so far. Just check the website, as always, for more events and you'll be good to go. Yay. Oh my God. We have so many events. So much. It doesn't stop. (laughs) Dear Lord. Okay. So we're going to do our shout outs now. Oh, I love this part. All right. I'm going to let you go first because you have two. I do. Okay. I'm going to do one for Leslie because she's not here and apparently we're twins. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My first one is definitely for David Munchell and Blue Mott. 
he's just such a partner in everything we do, especially for the Christmas tea. You know, Lisa was on the phone with him yesterday and he was coming up with all these ideas and helping and asking all these questions. And he's been like that from the beginning. Like he truly believes in the collectives and the work that we do. And he truly is like co-hosting the event with us. So that just makes the process so much more fun. Mm -hmm. Like he's excited about it. David makes everything better. Like he's like a calm, a calming force because we trust him so much and as we should. And he just makes everything come together just beautifully. I don't know how he does it. I mean, he did Will Smith and Jada's wedding. Stop it. I need to meet this person too. (laughs) So he is pretty much a genius. Um, I love it. No, but you know, and Blue Month's such a gorgeous space and- Last year's tea, like Lisa and I talk about this all the time, was one of our favorite memories of something we've done our whole lives. And we were so proud of it. So we hope that we can make it even better this year. And this year we can, you know, feature two nonprofits that can get a lot more money. So good. Right. Echo and Tree of Life Ministries. And one of the things we didn't say about the Christmas tea is there will be an ornament exchange. And so everybody needs to bring a wrapped ornament to exchange. So much fun. So fun. Do you get to open it while you're there? Yes. Oh my gosh. Wait, you're not going to do like a white elephant. You are. Yes. Oh my God. We did that last year too. Yeah, that's war. No, it's fun. We we like what we do and this is a part of it. I got the leg lamp last year from a Christmas story. (laughs) One of my favorites. All right, Duh. who's next for shout outs? I'll okay, do the second other okay. one last. you do your shout out. Yeah, so um, Bluemont's going to get a lot of love. So I got to give a shout out to Benj Farmery and uh, Chris Suarez over at uh, Bear Chase in Bluemont, one of my favorite breweries, probably my favorite. They're having a really big event. They're actually always having an event. Next week I'm doing bingo, so it's super fun there. But I think it's October 22nd, they have their beer and wine festival. I'm telling you, their beer is amazing. Gertrude's Ghost Ooh. is my favorite, Ooh. but I'm an IPA snob, but they have all kinds of beer. They're going to have wine. You can bring your kids. You can bring your dogs. You can make a whole day of it. It's so fun. The people there are great, and uh, I love those guys. Bear Chase is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I've been there a few times. I don't really drink beer. Beer makes me angry. <laughs> oh boy. I've seen it. It's true. <laughs> I'm not angry, but I will. I do not drink beer. It's not a good look um, for me, but it's gorgeous. I've been for client appreciation parties. So good. And in the evening, oh my God. Just magical. Yeah. Last time I was there, it was like a full moon rising and I was like- <sighs> In a Disney movie. What a brilliant, brilliant oh my gosh, decision that so was. So smart. They're, I mean, really. They so they were going to have it be a wedding venue, and then they were like, it's like, it's like seven guys. We like beer. Like, why don't we do a brewery? And it's like, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Genius. And uh, I mean, genius. It is always packed there, but they have so much space. It doesn't feel that way. It's no, great. It's perfect. Love it there. Okay, so my shout out is going to be for Oak Health Club in Ashburn because they hosted us the other day and this was my second time being in there. And I did the tour. They have cryotherapy. Mm -hmm. They have massage, nutritionist, all the most um, current ellipticals and equipment, things I've never seen before. Space age stuff, like it is gorgeous inside. Mm-hmm. It was a whole vibe. 
It was a whole vibe. It was yeah. a really good vibe too. Yeah. Um, and I just, what I loved the most was their outdoor space. And mm -hmm. they kind of said, you know, people stay around all day and work from there. And I could see why, because the coffee ended and people didn't want to leave, including us. The weather was beautiful. Yeah. We were outside. And so I can't even imagine like doing a class out there and how relaxing that would be. And then they have the coffee and they mm -hmm. have fresh juice bar yes. and healthy food options. You can go there, you can work out, you can get your massage, you can go sit down, plug in your computer. They have workstations. They have private workstations and the public workstations and have your coffee and chill. Yeah. Right. And hey honey, price. I'm going to the gym. <laughs> I will be back later tonight. <laughs> and I'm, you can do all the self-care things. Right. It's, like, it's really a whole can. thing. I love it. it. Is. It's $60, $69 a month for six months is what they said yesterday at that price too. And like, they're just the nicest people. I know the staff nice. was amazing. Yeah. I agree. Awesome. And Sharon Wright is oh just the bomb. Yeah, she is. So she's their marketing person and she hooked us up with that location and has just been amazing, an amazing partner to work with. We love you, Sharon. Thank you for always supporting the collectives and introducing us to all your amazing with Loud clients. and clear marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do we have anything else that we Who want to- was my to second shout out? Oh, shoot. I'm like yeah. blinking now. Um, Rut row. You were no. going to do David Wine Show with Blumont. Right. Your memory is amazing. I know, right? God. And who, who was it? I'll never remember this. I won't either. There's this no is way. really hard. Okay. Think of somebody else. No, we're good. We just won't do another shout out. We'll wait okay. for Leslie to come back and she can do it too. Okay. Sorry, second shout out. <laughs> no, if I remember, I'll text you. <laughs> okay. But we're going to end this podcast with one of the interviews that we did with the Loudoun County kids collective, oh, wow. um, at the Dulles town center mall, we had a big vendor event and we were able to do podcast interviews with all of our participants from the kids collective. So, so much fun. That is awesome. We really appreciated Aaron and Bach to rock for coming out and doing that. And so with each of our podcasts, we're going to end with one of their interviews. I don't know who it's going to be. It is like a box of chocolates. You have to just wait and see what you get. It's going to be a fun surprise. How fun. I love that but idea. But I'm anxious to find out who we will be attaching to the end of this podcast. So, so cool. stay tuned for that now. And thank you for listening in. So go Thanks, out. Thanks, guys. So much fun. Bye. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Hello, and welcome to the Kids Collective Vendor Event at the Dulles Town Center Mall. Right now, we are interviewing Coach Brandon Bentley. He's a life coach, mentor, and author. Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm a life coach, mentor, slash author. I just try and teach the younger generation behind me about controlling and understanding their emotions. So um, I came out with a book recently. It's Coach Brandon Bentley's playbook to combating anger. So it's got my little tips and tricks on how to deal with anger and combat it. So I know it works. I've had friends who've come up to me who are in college saying that, hey, these tips and tricks really do work. I know that they work. I'm living, breathing proof about it. So I just want to help out as many people as I can. Well, you certainly are. I know a lot of people that you've been helping out, including my friend Leslie and my son, Dane. So can you tell us what inspired you to become an author? Yeah. Well, to become an author, it was... It's actually a long story, so I actually helped write Bullied, Broken, Redeemed. It's my story mixed in with a few other people's stories about how I was bullied in seventh grade. And it's just a good insight on what it's like being bullied in public school today. And that actually just kind of snowballed into a bigger business, and now I'm a life coach now and 
helping out as many people as I can. That's I love how you do it also. So when with your life coaching, you do it a little bit differently, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, so us guys, we don't really... Well, I, I normally work with young men, so we don't really understand... We, we can't process our emotions by sitting down and you know, trying to talk it out. We have to go out. We have to do stuff. We have to keep our hands moving, our feet moving. We have to be moving in order for our brains to process what our emotions are. And that's how we go out and that's how we process our emotions. That's why sports are so big for young men. That's why just going out and even going out for a walk, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're moving, that's how you can process stuff. I love it. I think I could benefit from that as well. Absolutely, the exercise makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So if you wouldn't mind telling us, what's your favorite thing about being a business owner? I don't think I'd have a favorite thing about being a business owner, but owning this business, my favorite thing is just seeing how big of an impact I have, which is crazy. I've never really thought about it until, you know, recently where it's like, wow, I'm actually getting texts and people are emailing me saying, hey, you really helped me out. Um, I've had a few people say that I've actually saved their lives, which was wild to me. It's, it's still, I'm still trying to process all of it. So, but that's, it's definitely my favorite thing is seeing the impact I have. I love that. Which is, which is awesome. That really speaks to your heart. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for using your struggles to help other people to overcome theirs. It's impactful Mm -hmm. and I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Bye. Bye.